What's going on, everyone? You are listening to Ramble On with Ramel and Derek. You are listening to Derek right now. Across from me, I got my host, co-host, whatever you want to call him, Ramel Reese, across to the desk, baby. What, what up, baby? Hey, what's going on, man? I know it's been a while, but we back, we back, we back. And I can't start it off any other way by saying, you know, we apologize for the hiatus and taking such a long time to get back to you guys with another episode. I know you guys been watching, like... Where are these guys? You know, it's been a month, a little over a month without an episode. <laughs> so here we are, man. We just got some updates for you guys. We got some new microphones. I know you could tell by our, our voices, the sound of our voices, they sound a little different. Just to tell you guys about, you know, some of the struggles that we had <laughs> starting up. <laughs> we sock. had We had the little sound recorder. Sock we, mic. We, <laughs> we had the sock <laughs> mic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we had the sound recorder. It was a Sony sound recorder that I had got from an old uh, photojournalism workshop. Shout out to Still Feel Like Going On. That was the name of the workshop that I was in. But they gave us audio recorders, and we were using that with a sock over it as our as our noise reducer, as you could say. DIY. <laughs> DIY, man. Just cover it, cover it with a sock, and we'd be good. Yeah, basically, we just placed it in the middle of the circle and just talked, man, and that's how we had our first five episodes, man. So we finally got some new Upgrading. professional microphones. We had to upgrade. <laughs> we had to upgrade for you guys. And uh, tell, them, tell them the other equipment that we got, D. Yeah, besides the microphones, you know, we just didn't think audio would be enough. So we're upgrading. I got the GoPro. Got that this Christmas. Shout out to my parents for hooking it up for me. Yes, sir. It was de- definitely a great investment investment from them and i've been using it ever since use yes, it to sir. record workout videos my vacation trips different charity events that i was holding and now we're using it to record the podcast yeah, taking yeah. pics doing this and that and this little small camera you know it could do everything you could throw it down in the ocean let yeah. it swim for you a little bit you could <laughs> throw it in the dorm room throw out some Waynesburg Cribs videos. But, I mean, you could do everything with it. You know, it's definitely going to make a great addition to the show. For sure. We'll definitely be pushing out some great content on it on IG. So be sure to stay tuned with that because we definitely got a lot of good content coming your way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Tell me your tag, man, on Instagram. What a a follow you at? Yeah, we got two names, man, Uh, on Instagram. We got D underscore McMonagle 11. That's M-C-M-O-N-A-G-L-E. And then for the company, the Untitled Company, it's just the underscore Untitled underscore Company. So that's our motivational apparel company. You could follow us on there. Follow the personal account. Give us some love. Shoot us your comments, suggestions, whatever you want. We'll be sure to reply. But be sure to stay uh, in contact with us on social media, specifically Instagram, because that's where we hang out the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to check out those videos that he that he has up there, man, just go on and follow him. You can follow me at Tarir Delete underscore. That's a, that's a French name. stands for Sharpshooter. How do you spell it? T I R E. Yeah, you can take U- your time. You are D E L I T E underscore. All right, so go on, follow me. And uh, right now, I don't have any content up there. It's under construction, but just hit that follow button, man, and just trust, yeah. trust, trust God. Trust give, me. Give the man that, some love. That <laughs> that I'll have some content out there. You for got you some guys, nice content man. coming soon. Um, also, I got an external microphone for my Canon, uh, Canon camera, uh, T uh, Rebel T three. Um, pretty pretty old camera, but uh, DSLR, man, can't go wrong with it. I love it, and you know, I'm just thinking about shooting some short films, short videos, uh, some clips for the for the show. So thought I'd you know buy an external microphone because the internal microphone is actually trash. <laughs> I can't record anything with it, but yeah, man. So just look out for more content with my camera, with his GoPro, with these microphones. Finally getting into the 21st century. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're slacking a little bit, but it's cool. 
Also, another update. You can find our program, our um, Ramble On podcast, on iTunes under the self-help category. It is no longer under the peoples and culture. I don't know what we had it yeah. on, but we didn't belong in that category. We belong in the self-help. That's what we're here for. We are a motivational podcast. We are here to bring you motivational content, quotes, testimonies. We're here to bring guests on the show to talk about what they got going on that's inspirational, that's motivational uh, each and every week. We plan to give content to you guys each and every week, motivational, something inspirational, something to listen to while you're driving, something to listen to while you're reading, something to listen to while you're just sitting around. Yeah, man, something (laughs) that'll get you going, get off your butt and do something. Yeah, but listen to Ramble On. (laughs) So, yeah, we got more content with you guys. We got some videos, like we said. We got some more guests coming on the show. We got some new segments in mind. And be sure to hit us with that five-star rating on iTunes and shoot us your comments so we could keep shooting you some great content. Absolutely, absolutely. We would really love to hear from you guys. Any feedback, any suggestions, any ideas that you want to hear on the show, please shoot them to us. Let's move on, baby. We got the March Madness. March Madness Just is here. Just today, Thursday, March 16th. March Madness men's NCAA basketball tournament just started today. Shoot, man, what's your bracket looking like, D? I mean, after that Vandy loss, after that, man, I was I was cruising before. You know, I had my my Middle Tennessee squad. Yeah, they were cruising. I got them winning the next game too, but Vandy threw off my hundred percent. But it's all right. Oh, man. But you know, I only created two brackets this year, which is weird because every other year before I create like 10, 10 15, over, 20. Yeah. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just didn't get into it this year. Yeah. You know, I, I still love watching the games and everything, but I think it's just because I I had, Not like, so a, much else going on. That and, like, I feel like I had a personal connection with the players before. Like, I knew all these dudes. Like, yeah. whenever Kyrie Irving and was it Duke and everything, like, I was following that team tight. Yeah. Now, I'm still a Duke fan, but I just don't follow them as closely and everything <laughs> like that because, I mean, I still love my man Grayson, yeah. Luke Kennard, all of them, and that's why I got winning the championship. I could tell you one thing. I can't name yeah. a single guy right now who's going to do <laughs> <laughs> I could name the coach Mike Krasuski, but I can't name any player on that team right my, now. I wish my Pitt Panthers would have made it, man. That's I think that that kind of killed why I wasn't into it because my boys ah, didn't make Pitt it. Because Pitt wasn't doing well, yeah. They didn't make it in, man. Didn't make the NIT. <sighs> Shout out to Cam. Shout out to Cam Johnson, raining threes down at Oakland. You know, <laughs> it's all right. We coming back next year. We coming back strong Absolutely. next year. We'll my bracket right. isn't too perfect, man. I, I got a few losses in the beginning. Vandy lost. Oh, man, let's talk about this Vandy loss. Oh. Man. Please, can we talk about this Vandy loss, man? Because I know we're both sick. That's so We both Ooh. had them winning. Don't um, rip the Band-Aid, man. Don't rip it off. Not a huge, huge upset. It's just a nine versus eight matchup. Right. Northwestern was the eight. Vandy was the nine. But but you're up by one. Knowing the situation, man. Knowing the situation, my boy comes down. Crucial shot. We up by one. Playing some defense. My man fouls his dude. They had no fouls to give, no timeouts left, and my man thought they were losing. Thought they were down or had a foul to give. Thought they were give. down or had a foul to give. You got to know the situation. Know the situation. They're up by one, play solid D, but no fouls. Now, know the situation. Do you think it was just this player's fault, or do you think because apparently he did not know that they didn't have a foul to yeah. give and they didn't – but you, you can't blame the coach for knowing that they were winning <laughs> – but for not having a foul to give, do you think you have to put some of that on the coach too? Oh, like not mentioning the huddle before, like it's, guys just wanted to let you guys it's know. It's gotta be we're in some miscommunication, man. Yeah. Some miscommunication, and then like it's it's on the coaches, it's on the staff, it's on the team around you. Got communicate it's, with them. They have to communicate with you. 
They have to communicate with each other. And at the same time, when you're at practice, you got to prepare for moments like this. You got to prepare for situations like this. You understand what I mean? In practice, this is all you do, situational game, situational basketball. At the end, like, what are you guys so tired from? Situational basketball. It's, what, two minutes down in the second half, and you're down, what, five five points, ten points? Then, all right, situation. All right, you're up by one. 14 seconds left on the clock. What do you do? Like, you got to go over these situations at practice. Yeah. You got to prepare your guys for this. You understand what I mean? And so, if you prepare well enough, it's just, it's still, you have to know the situation yeah. in the game. No mistakes. That's, that's a dummy mistake. Because you can't blame the coach for not knowing that. Your your team just got a buck and you're up now. Oh, you can't blame man. him for like, that. Like, you just got to, like, and, and, and here's, here's something I wanted to mention. Because I hear it a lot in football. When we're down or when we're up, depending on what the score is, depending on how much time is left on the clock, I hear this all the time from the coaches. I hear this all the time from the players. Keep your eyes off the scoreboard. You play once, you play second by second, yard by yard, inch by inch. Yeah. You know, don't focus on the scoreboard. Yeah. Focus on the game. And I'm like, at the same time, it's like you gotta know the situation. Yeah. You gotta have one. You know how many point, timeouts you got? Yeah. yeah. You gotta at one point figure. All right, how many timeouts do we have? How many yards do we need? In order down to get is this how many yards they gotta go for the exactly first, on this yeah. first down, or how 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 much time do we have left, or how 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 are we down by three? Are we down by seven? Yeah, this is football. You got the, I mean, you got the shot clock right on top of the basket. But I mean, even just throwing your head up there, I mean, you could just peek every now and yeah, then yeah, and yeah, know yeah. What the situation. Is. I'm sure every player does it. Yeah, because I mean, in high school, it's a lot easier because you got like a scoreboard that's on the wall or something like yeah. that, and the clock's on the wall. It's a lot easier to look. I mean. Peeping up there, I mean, even though it is big, I mean, yeah. I could see players might not be looking up at it every single second because, yeah. you know, the ball could come racing up the court while yeah. you're looking up there real quick. But stupid mistake. You, you, also stupid have mistake. To keep, you also have to keep in consideration that they had no timeouts. They they lost all their timeouts, like, heavy in the second, So man. you couldn't, like, you couldn't take a break and yeah. say, hey, look, guys, this is the situation, you yeah. know? Like, you had to rely on your leaders. You had to rely on the team that was on the court to – be mindful of the situation and what was going on, point after point. You know, bucket after bucket, foul shot after foul shot, foul after foul. You have like, to assume the coach probably communicated that too while he was screaming out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. the plays were, Absolutely. whatever he had to let them know, like here are my fouls. We guys got Absolutely. don't foul. Like, yeah. You would assume so. We don't know because we weren't on the court or there, but <laughs> you would assume so. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but, thanks for ruining my bracket. Buddy. We don't, we don't know what was going on in the man's <laughs> head. He said he forgot. Yeah. He didn't know. I don't know if he was young. If he's a senior, I'm not sure yeah, what class. I, I he don't is, know. But, but you, you, you kind of screwed it up. It's a big mistake. Big mistake. Huge mistake. Screwed up my undefeated record, man. Come on. So it, it all comes down to just knowing the situation. It's only so. day one. It's only day one. <laughs> day one. We got a long way. Still around a round of 64. More I'm still hopeful. To come. I'm still hopeful. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's move on, man. Speaking of basketball, my man Derek here just had a three-on-three charity event, what, two Ooh. weeks ago? March. Tell, yeah, March 4th. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, tell, tell, March yeah, 4th. Tell, tell the guys, tell the, people out, tell the people out there how that went, man. Oh, what a blast, man. What a blast. So for my leadership and stewardship class here at Waynesburg University, we had to do some type of service project. And then also a graduation requirement at Waynesburg is to do a – a service project at school as well. Yeah, yeah. And I decided just to put them both together in one class, add a credit to my leadership class, and do some type of project that reflected leadership. Yeah. And then quickly, thought in my head, three three v three basketball tournament. Right, like, right. I love basketball. This Can't is what I'm trying to that. hook up. 
And then ever since I was young, I always had a passion for Make-A-Wish, you know. I loved watching their specials and stuff on ESPN where athletes and stuff would meet their, like, uh, Make-A-Wish representative or whatever. And then, you know, take them out for a great day or whatever. Yeah. And then I started, you know, getting close, you know, researching up on Make-A-Wish. Then I finally got, a, I guess, a representative, you could say, from yeah. Pittsburgh. Her name was Samara. And she kind of just emailed me back and forth on how I had to set things up. Yeah. So... I ended up setting up the 3v3 tournament in my old high school at Our Lady of the Sacred Heart, Osh for short, and I scheduled it for Saturday, March 4th, and I probably started planning probably like a month ahead of time. I think I had about 40 days to put it all together, Yeah. and I, I was planning on getting like 30 to 40 teams when I started out, but I ended up only getting 20, which yeah. I, I wasn't upset about because it was still a good number of kids. I had a little over 80 kids. We had 20 teams. And I think there were 30, 39 some games that were played that day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was one of the refs along with my other buddy, uh, Nick Lucini, goes to Robert Morris. And it, it was a heck of an event, man, you know. I spent a lot of time just recruiting on social media, trying to get these players. And that's probably what took most of my time, just DMing people on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it was. And, I mean, really, I only knew about two of the teams that were playing. Everybody else was just random kids that I found in, yeah. you know, thank god that i did find them because without them the tournament wouldn't have happened right and then luckily someone i'll talk about later in the show when we have another segment uh jack kines who's a mentor of mine who i help coach uh third and fourth grade developmental basketball with at holy trinity he uh he plays a big role at roar cadillac where it works and he donated a thousand bucks to me and i was oh yeah i was i was grateful for that you were shooting for how much a thousand was my goal a thousand is what i wanted i got that right then and there and then my mom and then my parents, they were grateful enough to, you know, come out and support. And since my mom works at the Coles in South Hills, she was able to uh, get four or five of her co-workers to come with her and volunteer at the event. Yeah. And Coles, since I worked there, I knew this. They have events called uh, AIA events, which okay. are like charity events. And okay. it stands for Associates in Action. Okay. So they'll have scheduled events, you know, any people can sign up. And if you get at least five employees from a Coles to sign up, yeah, they'll donate and like work for three hours. They'll donate five hundred dollars. Okay. So I ended up getting five hundred dollars from oh, Coles. And then another That's shout love. out. That's to, love. Yeah, another shout out to my high school head coach Mike Rodriguez. He right at the door came out to me, handed me an envelope, cash two hundred fifty dollars. So that was another donation from him. And then each player that participated donated five bucks to play. And then everybody who came and showed up, it was just $1 for students and then $2 for adults. Yeah. And then all the concessions that we sold as well. And it was a little over 2000 I think about 2100 was oh, the total amount man, we raised. Man. But, you know, it was a blast. I was reffing the whole time, you know, didn't really have any altercations. Got a Make-A-Wish rep to come speak to everybody. Yeah. And then had a guy hit me up on Twitter. And then he texted me, BMW the DJ, Brandon Walker shout from Pittsburgh. Shout out to BMW the yeah. G DJ, Real Brandon shout Walker. Shout out to Brandon Walker, BMW the DJ. He really came. He rocked the event, man. And he just told me straight up that he wanted to do something for a good cause, wanted to help with my charity event. I was like, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you reached out to me. I'd love to have you along. And we, we kind of like network now. We got a close relationship from this event and everything like that. And he was just telling me that, you know, he was proud that I put this together in the short amount of time that I did. And right, right. we're definitely going to be doing future events together and definitely collaborating in the future. So I definitely got a lot of pluses out of this, you know, put together a nice video for my uh, presentation I'm going to be doing for class. But 
I had a blast with it. I'm holding it again next summer and hope to do a bunch of different other events throughout the year as well. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And what you calling it, the DMAC The DMAC Invitational, man. The first <laughs> annual DMAC Invitational hey, next I just, summer. I just might have to be there for that, man. Playing or refereeing, I just yeah. had to do that. Gotta be you guys don't know, I refereed intramural basketball here at Waynesburg University, and I officiate. I've been officiating for three, year, four, three four since years freshman now. freshman year? Yes, yeah, since freshman year, and uh, I've enjoyed it ever since. But just share with the guys you know your experience refereeing and you know being in my shoes for once <laughs> yeah. well here here at waynesburg during intramurals i wouldn't say it was uh as calm as the make-a-wish event was because you know it gets it gets kind of rowdy Absolutely. here but <laughs> so you might have a little bit more on your plate but uh and and you're also playing full court as well during my uh my event we were playing 3v3 we were playing half courts yeah and you know it was my like first time like really just officiating so it, it wasn't really bad. I, I enjoyed enjoyed the power, the whistle I had, you know, controlling controlling the fate of these got players. The stripes. Yeah, I got, got the stripes. Respect them, respect them. But uh, you know, I had a good time with it. You know, nothing really got out of control. There were a couple incidents where you know people didn't really like the calls I was making, and everything like that. But you know, I'm one person. Even in half court, you can't see everything. Calls yeah. will be missed. Some stupid calls will be made. But you know, that's the game. There was just one altercation where a couple of kids got into it, but I broke it up extremely quickly. Yeah. But other than that, you know, things were really smooth sailing. We kept things on time. We, I think we just went over like maybe 20, 30 minutes just because yeah. things were going slow a couple of times. Sorry, but you know, other happen. than that, you know, it was cool, you know, smooth sailing all the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I think next year I'm just going to get refs because I kind of want to oversee the event. Because it was kind of hard because it really the only thing I had in my mind was just refereeing and just, you know, controlling the games and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like being the facilitator of the event. Like if somebody needs me in concessions or needs me at the front or something, right, I could right, go be there. Uh-huh. Or I could be walking around videotaping and stuff because I wanted to get a lot of good content from the event. And I, I got some good content, but unfortunately I wasn't able to like videotape or uh, take pictures of the whole event because I was refereeing as well. Yeah, yeah. But I think next year I'm just going to facilitate and then get refs to do it as well and hopefully make it bigger. $10,000 is the goal next year. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, go and get that, baby. You already shout know. Out to, shout out to um, BMW, yeah. the DJ. Huge shout out shout to Jack out to Hines. Walker. Shout out to everybody shout that Jack helped Hines. out. Big <laughs> shout out to the parents. Parents were definitely a huge help. Mom's always there by my side, always helping me out and making sure that things just ran smoothly. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, couldn't be more thankful to have my parents there and helping me out. Shout out to Coles as well. Shit, shout out to Coles in South Hill. Shout out to everybody that donated and shout out to everybody that participated. Absolutely. Shout out to Make-A-Wish for making it happen. Big ups, big ups. The DMAC Invitational. Make sure you guys the keep first an eye annual open for that. next summer. First annual. Let's get it, baby. Hey, let's move on to some rambling, ramble on topics. Ramble on topics. Uh, I don't know if we should keep that as a segment name, segment title, but just right off the head, I'm just call it ramble on topics. We got some topics for you guys. Derek got one. I got one. Why don't you start it off? What you got for me? Yeah, so the <laughs> the topic I got, you know, this is something new that me and Ramel are trying out. We were talking about it, and it's basically just a segment where we kind of just surprise each other with different topics that we have. Something that could be funny, serious, sports-related, business-related, yeah, yeah. philosophy, psychology, whatever it is. But the topic I got, it's kind of something that's still recent in the news. It happened a couple weeks ago, and it's still ongoing. But uh, it's from Uber, and it involves the CEO, Travis Kalanick, I believe his name is. And it's a video of him that surfaced on the web of him in a car with an Uber driver. Okay. And the Uber driver was just complaining to him about how he's really, like, screwing the business and how he's just making bad mistakes. And because of him, I'm losing all this money and can't help my family and all yeah. this. 
and the CEO is just straight up like, you know, called him out like, it's not my fault that you're broke doing this and that. Like, wow. you know, and he, he was like, they were like cussing each other too. And like he had, the driver had a, a dashboard cam and he yeah. was recording the yeah. whole thing and the CEO didn't know that. Yeah. And then uh, it may have been a couple of days or a week later, but the video then surfaced and then he saw it. And right away, he was like, you know, I apologize for my actions. You know, I'm, I'm facing real, like, leadership issues as yeah. a CEO, and it's not how I should be leading people. And it's kind of, from what I've seen, it's the first time I've ever seen a CEO or, like, a big executive of a company come straight out and say that I personally have leadership issues. Right. So there's definitely a lot of things he needs to work on. And what he did, he admitted that he need help, and he called out, he wanted to bring on a new... uh chief operating officer to help him out with leadership kind of okay. like training him to be a better leader and everything like that so that's still ongoing we're seeing if he takes action and really does bring on a, a coo to help him out with his leadership issues but yeah travis kalanick he's definitely dug himself into a hole in that video that he had no idea he was being recorded but that's that's what happened with uber and you know they they might be in a little trouble if he doesn't get his act together and get his leadership skills up. You know what? I had no idea this was going on. Yeah. Um, I I was aware of, you know, I was I was I was aware of you know the whole tattletale going on. Yeah. You know, with the many corporations that supporting Trump, and and it, people try to keep it on a down low, but at the same time, it's starting to be exposed of who's supporting Trump and. You know, uh, I guess people are just making it a big deal. And um, and so I was aware of that. But, um, yeah, as soon as you said Uber, I'm thinking, oh, he's about to talk about, you know, <laughs> them supporting Trump. But at the yeah. same time, uh, that, yeah, like you said, I mean, you got to take ownership for, for your uh, mistakes. And you got to be honest. You got to be um, – you can't be in denial when yeah. clearly it's on tape. Clearly we have, you know, have it on record. Yeah, so, they got that proof right there. Yeah, Video right, right. So you can't be in denial saying, oh, that wasn't me or I didn't say this. So yeah. all you can say is, hey, I, I, I did this and, and I'm very sorry. I'm, I, I apologize. And, but at the same time, like you said, the guy said, you know what, I have a problem. You know, I have an issue. I'm, this yeah. is something that I'm struggling with and I need help. I think this is this is something that many of us fail to do, Yeah. you know, is to be honest with ourselves. Do we actually have a problem? Do we need help? But an interesting thing, like you saying that now brings up this point for me. Do you think if it wasn't videotaped or if that video didn't Ooh. surface, if he would make that call? My opinion, I really don't know much about Travis Kalanick, but from the video and the little research I've done, I personally don't believe that the same situation would be going on if the video ne ever happened yeah. or if it surfaced. I, I don't believe he would make a call for help. I but agree. Be, but because it's public... And it literally called him out, and he's like, oh, I need to grow as a leader. I need to be a better leader, and that's what I need to do for my company. He's seeing that now, yeah. but I don't believe if it would have stayed private, he would have did the same thing. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and, you know, just a quick tip for all of you, man. Integrity, you know, uh, is doing the right thing when no one is watching. <laughs> you know, you think you're what's just an average guy, and you – you know, nothing can be done to you and you think you have this much power and you could do whatever you want at w whenever you want. Like you just it's, it's not the case. No. There are eyes watching everywhere, you know. So regardless of where you are, regardless of who's watching you, do the right thing. You understand what I mean? So integrity, man. Honesty. Being honest with yourself. Being honest with the people around you. Don't be yeah. don't try and be someone you want. Just stick to yourself because that's the best person you can be. But, hey, I mean, what could he have done? Like, the news got out there. The proof got out there. The evidence got out there. 
what else can you say? You got to own up to what, you know, what you did wrong. Be more conscious of the videos around, yeah. <laughs> video recorders around you. Yeah, so, I mean, when the truth comes out, you're so quick to snap and be all correct. But when, yeah. the, when the cameras aren't up and watching you, then, oh, you just want to do whatever you want to do and whenever you want to do it. No, nah, you, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't. You get at, at all times. You got to be mindful of where you are, the position that you're holding, the eyes that you have on you. I mean, it's not necessarily fame, but yeah. you're holding a position whereas people are looking at you for the decisions. People are looking at you to to model the 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 proper behavior. You're the chief as executive a, officer. Exactly. <laughs> as the top man, as a, as a man in the top, as a leader in the top management, people are looking to you for model behavior. Yeah. Everything he does is going to be in the news. What do you got? I got something, man, for you guys. Okay, so every Wednesday night I go to Bible study. Um, and, you know, Bible study here on campus. We have these little short studies around campus. And uh, we try to branch out as much as we can, you know, invite as, as many people as we can. But at the same time, there's still small groups. Uh, and we hold them whenever it's possible to have everyone there and just you know just read the word and get to learn the word from god and so you guys know what bible studies are i ain't got to tell y'all but the 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 scripture that we read was romans 14 a quote that i want to pull out for you guys is romans 14 2 to 3 okay so i have it here and i'm reading out of the english standard version one person believes he may eat anything while the weak person eats only vegetables let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats. I got another quote, but I just want to, you know, slow down and let's just talk about that quote. What what that means to you? Like what, what like when you hear that quote? If you wanna if you wanna hear it again, basically just not passing judgment on someone based on what they eat or drink. Yeah, just focusing on what you're doing and not worrying about what others are doing. Yeah. Where so that's so when you hear that, yeah, when you hear that quote, what, what comes to mind? The biggest thing to me when it comes to, you know, just passing judge, I, you know, everybody's judged somebody sometime in their life, and it's yeah. definitely something we face with every day. You know, whether or not you see it, you're being judged by somebody. Yeah. You know, it's around. You know, we do it. You know, we try not to do it. You know, but you know, everybody sins. Everybody has their bad marks on them. But yeah. I just think the biggest thing we need to take from even hearing that or even just passing judgment on others is that you really just need to focus on yourself. I think it comes with self-reflection. Yeah. I think I think even the biggest part of even passing judgment is just not knowing yourself. It's yeah. you just looking at others and saying, why is he doing that? Why is right. he eating this? Or why does he have that? Or even being jealous of others. Yeah. And rather than like, being in your own lane and worrying yeah, about what you got going on. Rather than being in your own lane, doing your own thing. Yeah. You really have to understand yourself and understand where you are and where you want to go to I think get over that hump yeah because if you know where you're going if you have your goals you have those things set and everything you're not worrying about anybody yeah. else you're worried on your end goal and how to get there and that's it yeah so I think it definitely comes with self-reflection and just understanding who you are funny thing I like to mention um, growing up in high school even when Lent came around I was never like really re like that religious mm -hmm. but when Lent came around I decided to do something different and I decided to give up social media and television. Um, I felt like these were the things that were hindering me from my relationship with God and what I had going on and the things that I needed to do as a man, as a young man, 
Um, I felt like social media and television and all these other things were consuming my life, consuming my spirit. Um, they were hindering me from, you know, my responsibilities, my priorities. And so I thought, you know, giving that up for the, the whole Lent period and it actually went very well. I yeah. didn't watch TV. I deleted all my apps and social media. It really, it led me to being more sociable with other people, mm -hmm. with my family. And so instead of like locking my eyes on my phone, I'm talking to my mom, yeah. I'm getting to know my mom better, I'm getting to know my father better, you know, building close relationships with my, my sister and my brother, yeah. rather than, you know, always being on my phone. Uh, I think that's the problem with our generation nowadays, it's just so hooked on technology yeah. and, you know, they, they let it run their lives, they let it consume them every single day. And it's just like people can't walk out of their rooms without their phones nowadays, like, what's up with that? Like, you mean to tell me you can't go to class without your phone in your pocket? Checking Instagram. Checking, checking Instagram. Checking Snapchat. Tweeting. Yeah. It's a it's a disease, man. Some people are just too addicted. Yeah. People don't want to give things up. They just want to. People like living comfortable lives. They like being comfortable. They don't like leaving their bubble. They feel comfortable on their phones. Yeah. Something they could hide behind. Something they could just put down, talk to others through. Something yeah. they don't have to see somebody face to face and do. Yeah. And something that uh, stuck with me this Lent, because I didn't. I didn't necessarily like give up something. I just try to better myself each and every day because yeah. I kind of got it from my mom because she, she kind of told me that for lunch, she wasn't like giving up chocolate or giving up candy or something like that. She said she was just going to do one good deed a day and that's yeah. what she was going to do for Lent. And that kind of stuck with me. And then just going back to us being judges and just being judgmental of others. I think a lot of people are quick to judge God, especially yeah. because he may not, have the answer they want to their players. Like if something happens to their family, you know, he'll, someone will reach out and be like, why'd you do this? Why'd yeah. you do this to me? I don't deserve this. All I've done is good for you. Or they'll just reach out in anger and just, you know, be upset with him for some reason. Yeah. And something that, uh, it's something I've seen my entire life, but something that just happened to be brought up again before we were doing this, it showed that God had three answers to your prayers. The first answer is yes. And you know, he's answering what you want to answer. Yeah. The second one is not yet. And then the third one is, I have something better in mind. Ooh. So, I mean, that, it basically just explains that God's answer every time isn't going to be yes. Yeah. You know, his plan, you know, it's something I tweeted about the other night, and a lot of people resonate with, you know, his plan is always going to be greater with ours. You know, no matter what we have in store for ourselves yeah. or what we want, his plan's always going to trump that. And if something Absolutely. doesn't go our way, he, he definitely has something better in store for us. And I Absolutely. think that's what we just have to keep in mind when the times are tougher, we're going through a hard hardship that he just has a plan and his plan trumps all absolutely man I, i'm digging that right there i got another quote here it is 14 21 it is good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that causes your brother to stumble so we already talked about eating and drinking you know certain things and, and trying to abstain from that and, and so we talked about that earlier but doing anything that might cause your brother to stumble. What 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 that what comes to mind when you think of that, man? I mean, that's that's really deep. Yeah, I mean, for example, like it's like for me and you, like it'd be like me trying to do everything I possibly could to make sure that you weren't trying to reach what you're trying to. And like we're we're all children of God, no matter you know what color our skin is or the way we talk yeah. or how we look or what kind of hair we got or what our bodies are like. Yeah, we all just have to realize. And once you realize this and you get this deep into your faith that 
you understand that the person sitting across from you or the person who's in the corner eating lunch by themselves that yeah. we're we're all in the same family right. you know we're all god's children he doesn't treat anybody else differently he treats right. us all the same and he wants us all to be kind to one another right. and for us to really ever get to a point where we don't have to worry about any necessary evil in our world we have to correlate with the rules that god has up in heaven yeah. with what we do down here on earth and be if we don't do that then it'll never be peaceful down here so we really just have to understand him understand ourselves and then just be open and listen to yeah. each other like be willing to listen and learn from each other and i think that's the biggest thing because yeah. kids just want to talk kids just want to talk about themselves they just want to put themselves out on social media they don't want to listen to others yeah. They just really want to talk about themselves, and that's all it's about. We just have to be willing to listen and communicate with one another and just learn about each other, and that's it. And and you got to keep in mind what you do affects others around you. Even if you don't see it. Exactly. It does. What you do influences others. So if you have any bad habits of yours, and it's very loud, I mean, I can really tell what you're about just looking at you, just observing you. You know, that influences me or that influences that influences your younger brother. That influences your younger sister. That even influences your your older peer, like your older pe- your older parents or your older you know role models yeah. or whoever's you know just people around you. They they they're influenced by what you do and the things that you depict. So if you if you're drinking or if you're smoking, your younger siblings learn from that. They're they're influenced by that, you know? So when you're smoking and you see your younger sister or younger brother smoking... They want to emulate what you're doing. Exactly. So you got to look at yourself and say, all right, well, what am I doing that's, you know, kind of leading them down the wrong or right direction? Mm-hmm. Like, what can I possibly do about myself that helps influence others positively? Yeah. So I mean, when I heard that when I heard that scripture, when I heard that verse, and I, that that immediately made me think, you know, what I'm doing is influencing others around me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said earlier, there's always eyes watching you. There's always everywhere. eyes everywhere. You know, and no matter if you realize it or not, you know, you 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 play a huge part in in, in this world. And somebody's always looking up to you, whether you know it or not. There's always someone looking up to you, whether they tell you that you're a role model to them or they don't and they keep it quiet and they just see the path you're going on and never never may cross paths with you. But somebody's always looking up to you and what you do. And you could be the reason why they become extremely successful in whatever they're trying to do, or you could be the reason why they go after drugs and alcohol and lead that life. You know, you have to do what you want to do, but you also have to do what helps others as well. And I feel like, because we, we've definitely seen in things we've done, you know, with this podcast, with the Untitled Coming, we've had people come up, you know, I enjoy what you're doing. People that we've had on as guests, they wanted to come on because they want to talk about things that were motivational or right. they had things to say that were inspirational or they've been through something, been through that type of hardship and they just wanted to offer their advice to let you know, don't go down this route. I made a mistake. Yeah. Here, don't do this and go after this road. Yeah. But, you know, some people, they just need to grow up. They need to mature. But it all takes time, yeah. you know. If you don't want to help yourself first, then nobody else can help you. And, you know, I've learned that all throughout my life. You just have to be willing to help yourself first, and then other people can help you, and then you could get going where you want to go. Yeah. But it takes time. And mom always told me, man, experience is your best teacher. You know, you can be told not to do something a million times. You're still going to do it out of curiosity, you know, simply because you're willing or you're curious enough to experience it, to see what's good or bad about it. You know, and it's it's sad, but at the same time, 
while you have that chance, while you have that opportunity to present yourself as positive and present yourself as, you know, a child of God, a child of Christ, when you have that opportunity, take advantage of it, you know. If you do realize these bad habits that you might have or these things that consume you, these sins that you are committing, do something about it. Because you have people around you that, that are influenced by what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, if experience is your best teacher, then I'd rather them experience an older brother doing right than an older brother doing wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, an older brother, older I mean, whoever you are, I'm whoever talking to everybody is, yeah. out there. Just be conscious and, and be mindful of what you're doing. It influences others. So, uh, don't do... What causes your brother to stumble? That's that's yeah. All I'm saying. Let's move on to a new segment of ours, man. This is a new segment, y'all. <laughs> we call this recognize. recognize. I mean, recognize. <laughs> we got recognize. I mean, we got the actual eyes in there. Got the actual eyes in there, man. So look out for that hashtag on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. All this, man. We breaking it down for you guys. Look, we gonna recognize who we see that is doing positive work in the community. You got something for us, D? Yeah, somebody that's been around my life, you know, ever since I was young, somebody I mentioned earlier during my three-on-three tournament, someone that I was introduced to when I was probably eight, eight, nine years old when I was in third grade. Uh, His name is Jack Hines. He's, I believe he's the vice president of Roar Cadillac in Pittsburgh. Not sure if that's his job title, but I believe it is. <laughs> you better get but, it right, man. I'm, shout out to Jack Hines, baby. But, uh, you know, he's just somebody who's been by my side. He's the reason I came here. Been the reason, you know, I've done a lot of things in my life, you know, outside of my family and outside of my parents. He's probably been one of the biggest role models in my life and really just helped sculpt me as an individual, as a man, and someone that, you know, others can really just look up to, you know, since, I mean, he, he really helped me with my love of basketball as well, you know, just the way he teaches the game very fundamentally and just teaches it very old school, putting the hand in the cookie jar, you know, not doing anything flashy, just teaching the fundamentals. And that's kind of where I learned my love and got my love of basketball from him. And then we stayed in touch all throughout grade school, middle school. And then he was a real role model for me throughout high school as well and just helped lead me down the right path. And then when it was time to go to college and get ready, he pointed out the option of Waynesburg University, you know, he told me he was an alumni here, he's on the trustee board, he's the head of the alumni council here, he's got real big ties to Waynesburg, okay. he was like, yeah, go check it out, you know, I came here, visited, liked everything I saw, and next thing I knew, I was coming here next fall, yeah. and, you know, he's still been here, you know, I talked to him pretty much a couple times a week now, just staying in touch, he helped me a lot with my uh, Make-A-Wish event when it came to raising money, like we said earlier, he uh, wrote out a check for me for a thousand dollars, which was no hesitation. Huge. You know, that that was my goal for the tournament, just to raise a thousand dollars, and he he broke that for me, just himself and what he did with Rourke. So definitely shout out to Rourke Cadillac in Pittsburgh for helping me out and Jack Hines. But you know, he he really just does good for all men. You know, if you have a conversation with him and you know somebody like recommends you, like for example, if I said you know. You, you need to meet this from Mel Reese kid. You know, he's great. I mean, he'll he'll reach out to you and, like, talk to you like he's, you know, you're one of his own. And he'll just be real genuine with you and just help guide you, lead you, and mentor you to wherever you want to go. And, yeah, yeah. you know, he just taught me to be uh, a caring individual and, you know, taught me to use my Catholic faith to help others and just be the best man I can be and just lead the best life I can. And, you know, God, thank him for everything alongside my parents and everything for all the values and things they instilled in me. But, yeah, Jack Hines is definitely one of the – greatest people I've ever encountered in my life and 
huge shout out to him for everything he does in the community, all his service and all his work and everything, because he definitely plays a big part, not only in my life, but in a bunch of other people as well. Shout out to Jack Hines, yeah. baby. <clears throat> I'd like to recognize Charles Cook, man. That's my personal trainer. Uh, the man's got so many things going on right now, but the one thing I'd like to recognize him for is what he's doing with, for the community and, you know, in his business. It's a non-profit organization that he's got going on down there on Penn Avenue, the Camp Transformation Center. Ooh. The Camp, baby, if you want to transform your body, if you want to lose 40 pounds, 50 pounds, 60 pounds, 100 pounds, <laughs> they got you. I'm telling you, at the Camp Transformation Center, man, these dudes are doing it big down there. So I'd like to recognize him for what he's done for me and the rest of the community, man. This dude has a place down there that is lovely. The program is lovely. They're true to the word. If you want to lose 20 pounds, 40 pounds, 80 pounds, they dropping it easy without any struggle. So what this guy has done for me and the rest of the community, man, just opening up a place where you can just fire to real quick and easy. I'm sure when you got down there, you said you fell in love with the place. Yeah. A great atmosphere, there, man. All the way out from Robinson. Yeah, it was, this dude took came me a little down. bit to get down there, but you know, <laughs> got a great workout in. Just the the atmosphere down there was just great. You know, people were there to work; they weren't there to socialize. Yeah, it wasn't a place to just show off what you're wearing. It's people who truly wanted to better themselves. And when I got it, then you know, they got the green turf in there. You could yeah, push yeah. the sleds on and <laughs> get the ropes on. They got the garage door in the back, yeah, all yeah. up and got everything. The music and, bumping. Yeah, they had the music bumping. You just went in there, you did your thing, and that's what's up. Absolutely. Yeah, and they treated you like your family. Like I never met any of them. You brought me in. They treat me like family. You're welcome to anything we use. And I was like, cool, appreciate right, it. And right. then we got the work, and the rest is history. I, I I really do admire the way that they have these large groups of people down there working out. It's it's, it's crowded, man. I mean, you get down there, man. Five a.m. Five from 5 a.m. to the sun go down, man. They got groups coming in at 20, 30 people in that gym, man. I'm exaggerating, but I, I say at the most, they got like 20, 25 people in there. And as a group, they're running stations, and they're able, still able to concentrate on each and every person in there with their goals, with their individual goals and what they want to do with their bodies. They're able to concentrate on that while having a large group there. You know, so you're micromanaging from 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 a perspective, from a wide angle, from a broad perspective. But at the same time, you're still, like I said, you're still able to concentrate on each and every single person. You know every single person's name and their goals and what they want to accomplish. You know, with 20 people there doing the same exercise, you're still able to eye down who's who's got the technique wrong or who's doing a great job. You understand what I mean? And you can see these guys post videos progress pictures updates on the programs and each and every single person there that's doing a great job who's performing well you can see that on their social media you know and they're always always posting videos every single day and that's another thing that i admire man like i remember going down there and i saw myself a few times you know being posted and, and I, you know i'm i like the spotlight but i'm not i'm you know sometimes it's just this is doing, I'm just doing what I do, you know, I'm just trying to get better each and every day, but just to have that, that spotlight on you is, is, is something, something special, man. Yeah. Like you, you, you feel, you feel like you feel special, you feel valued, you feel like your trainer actually cares and, and, and is concentrated on you and what you want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And that's what I feel. 
that's what I feel when I go down there. And so I miss the camp. I'm coming down there soon, baby. Don't worry. I'm finishing up school right now, but I'll be down there soon, nonstop, every single day to get that grind in. But Charles Cook, thank you so much. This man opened up his gym to me and many other people to just do what they love, and that's to exercise, and that's to improve their bodies, improve their eating habits, you know, and just improve health and wellness all around. So, Shout out to Charles Cook. In the camp, baby. Shout out to the camp. Transforming your body. Transform. All right, so we're going to move on to the motivational minute. We have not left this out. We did not. We can't keep this out, That's my man. favorite segment, this baby. Is fa- this is our favorite That's segment favorite of the whole segment. podcast. Motivational minute. You guys know. We're going to just spend maybe less than a minute just listing our quotes, the quotes that we have for you guys. And just go about the week having something on your mind. Motivational. What you got, D? So uh, I pulled something from Instagram. It was an Instagram account that uh, it was called Motivation Mondays, I believe. And uh, the quote is, handle your business without people knowing your business. Ooh. And, you know, like you mentioned uh, about Charles and the gym, how, you know, people, you know, like in that spotlight and everything on it. But one of the biggest things is if you really want to grind, you just get the work no matter what. No you don't need that. What. You don't need that camera on you. You don't need people taking pics of you and posting on IG. You don't need to post yourself waking up at this time and showing people that you actually wake up at this time. Then you just go right back to bed right, right after right, and right. pop right back Ooh, in the, the bed. Show. They just like the show. They, they just, just like the Yeah, exactly. The attention. Those people who just wake up and post 6.30 a.m. workout and be back in bed until noon. Right. This isn't what this is about. This is about those people that we don't see on Instagram. This is about those people we don't see on Twitter that are saying rise and grind. These are people that are just grinding. Right. And one person that... I really think emulates this is someone you're friends with, someone from Hen Hills is Jay Dab, baby, Davenport. Shout out to Jay Davo. Because if you if you really think about it, like if you go on his Instagram or Twitter, wherever it is, like he does not have a huge following. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing towards him or anything. If you go on his Instagram pics, he got 10, 15, 20, 30 likes, whatever it is. And I think it's the greatest thing in the world because he's a kid that came from Penn Hills. He traveled all the way across the country to Arizona State yeah. with his girl is playing division 1 football and he just got signed on by Sony and is launching a game next don't year. Don't give it all away. Don't give it all away. We plan all to have it, him on the podcast. All of it, man. You know, without really giving, yeah, without really giving everything away about the man, but this is just someone who's not in the spotlight every day, somebody who's not getting 15,000 likes on their pictures or 60,000 views right. on a video. This is just someone who's grinding. Right. And like nonstop, consistent. Yeah, nonstop. And he's just doing it in darkness, man. And he's seeing the results. I mean, to be in college, to be a Division One football player, and to get signed by Sony and create a game, I mean. South of Nowhere, by the yeah. way. That's the name of the game. South of Nowhere, be, be sure to check that out soon. December 2017. That's crazy. South of nowhere, man. Jay Davo, Ooh, I even see you. Yeah, that's huge. Davo. Down man. there in Arizona State, getting it in. I see you down there, baby. Hey, Thailand, how you doing? Yeah. I got a quote for y'all. E. M. Bound said this: Only God can move mountains, but faith and prayer can move God. Uh, we we heard that's this a thousand special, times yeah. by now. <laughs> Me and D, man, we do these devotions, man. Every single night we come together, and I got this book. It's called Two Minute Devotionals for Men. And, you know, we just go about, you know, each and every single night just reading, you know, some of the, the motivational, inspirational things that, that that they have to offer. And we pray together and we, you know, just talk 
like I said, we talk for hours about this stuff, man. Like, it's, it's, this is what we do every single day, and we thought we'd make it out, you know, into a podcast. But only God can move mountains. But faith and prayer can move God. That's you know, people special. people think they're so tough and strong to move mountains. No, you can't move mountains. You want to know who's moving the mountains for you? God. God's moving the mountains, not you. Faith and prayer can move God, man. Faith and prayer can move God. That's all I got to say. What you got to say about that, though, man? Like, you got any thoughts on that? It, the only thing that really comes to mind is people who either don't believe in God or don't have that faith, I wonder how they go about their day and how they live. Because I know without God in my life and without the faith that was instilled in me by my family, just by people that have brought me up, I, I wouldn't know where I would be without him. Yeah. I mean, he's been there every day since the day I was baptized and born. Absolutely. I mean, he, he put me here on this earth. I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him, and Absolutely. I wouldn't have done anything I did without him. And I just think that people just need to have faith. They just need to believe in something powerful and just believe in God because he's He's the source to everything you do that's good in your life today. I think this quote is for any and everybody who thinks they have a plan for themselves and it's not working out so well and they have all types of anxieties and worries and concerns about whether it's going to work out or not and they try to control so much of their lives but they just can't and you know who has a control trust god god has a plan for you trust in god and trust Trust the process trust in his plan trust in his process and only faith and prayer will get you through faith and prayer will get you through have faith that everything will work out and pray with god pray with god talk with him that's what i got don't just be a fan be a follower absolutely thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast guys ramble on we back this is ramel this is derek signing off thank you for tuning in i hope you enjoyed the content we had and we'll catch you next time absolutely